And it's really about not that 95% effort, but that last 5% and putting your all in. And that's been something that really makes a difference. Anyone can put in 90%, anyone can put in 95%. But when you put in 100% and you just go that last little bit, it speaks volumes. And that's what a lot of people won't do. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Brian Switchko of One Inc. We are a creative cohort and storytelling studio based in Los Angeles. I've been a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast since the beginning. I've been a member of the We Are LA Tech community since the beginning. I am so happy and grateful to have known Esprit and watched the genesis of both. Um, but I've remained a listener because of the warmth that she shares with her listeners and her audience, but also the space that she makes uh, for her, her guests and the stories that come from that. And then also to know that those stories aren't just stories, they aren't just content. Uh, they're a part of a community and that community is something that can be experienced in so many different ways. And the times that I've been able to meet other people and connect with them from the community have resulted in meaningful relationships and potent business partnerships and you know, at so many situations where I can track back person to person, situation to situation over months and years. Um, and, and just point to Esprit as the catalyst for, for what, you know, you look back and it's just, it's just magic. Uh, I'm so happy and grateful for Esprit and the We Are LA Tech community. I will continue listening, participating, and happily cheering for a very long time to come. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. I'm sitting at the beach right now, so if you hear a bunch of background sounds, that's what they're about. Today's personal spot that I'm going to dive into is kind of talking about how like re-examining time. So I want to write every day. It's important to me. Writing has been an important part of my life since I was a little girl. And some days I don't write and then some weeks I don't write and I just get lost. And then all of a sudden it's a year, two years later and I haven't actually done what I wanted to do. And in the past, you know, it's like, well, I'm busy or I have so much going on, but are we really busy? We always have time for what we choose to prioritize. So I was looking at like, you know, the time spent on my phone on YouTube or on Instagram or on Twitter. And then I asked, and I'm like so into YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube. Then I asked myself, okay, if I spent the hours that I spent on YouTube, if I took that away and because like, is YouTube actually important to me? Is it actually moving my life forward? No, it's not moving my life forward at all. Like very minimally, right? So am I cool getting rid of something that I spent a lot of time on that I don't actually really care about in exchange for something that I do really care about. And so when I looked at it that way, all of a sudden I had time. I just had to shift where I'm applying my time. So 
I think that's something that I constantly reevaluate is time management. And when I'm saying things like I'm too busy or I can't get to this, it's just really asking like what's actually important to me. Am I prioritizing those things? So I hope that helps you too. And enjoy the next episode. podcast spotlighting LA tech companies and talent. So excited for our next guest, Zach. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have you because we got introduced via Common Connection and I found out that you went through Launch House and Launch House has been one of my favorite new things in LA, an incredible resource that I think everybody should be a part of. So we're going to dive into a conversation about Launch House, why you're considering moving to LA after you just spent several months in LA with Launch House. But before all that, tell me about dating and your app. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy to. So so everyone knows I run a dating app, but no, that does not mean a matchmaking app. And that's one of the big differences, kind of what I have to really lay out. So my whole philosophy is there's so many apps out there that help you find someone, but there's really nothing out there that helps you keep someone. So my goal is to help couples really stay together. And that's really what we do over at Official. So I run a company called Official. And yeah, we're looking to move out to LA. I love your tagline. I love what you stand for. Can you get into it just a little bit more? Because it's really great. Like, so we're a couple sitting on the couch or we're a couple arguing. <laughs> How do we use official to enhance and nurture our relationship? Yeah. So official's entire goal is to really make things as easy as possible for you and help you avoid awkward conversations. So one of the biggest things and one of the things we wanted to start with is date night. Because ironically enough, if you go on a date night with your partner at least once a week, if you're married, that reduces your chance of getting divorced by four times. So to us, we looked at this and you go, okay, we want to we want to lower divorce rates. We want to make relationships better. So what we do is we take this concept of a dating app and we apply it to actually helping you curate content. So we take the traditional way that you'd swipe left or right on a dating app and we apply it to different things like dates, restaurants, events, and we actually just incorporated movie and TV shows. So on the app, you can actually swipe left and right on different dates, experiences, and more around you. Anytime you swipe right, we plot it on a map for you so you can see exactly where it is. And anytime you and your partner both swipe right, we do the same thing there and we give you an entire list of where they are. For a lot of the actual dates and events, you can either buy them or book them directly on our platform. And we also let you kind of enhance communication through sharing your mood, checking and some other kind of cool features on the app. The last thing we do is we actually let you post on the app as well because we realized we can't post every date in the world. It's just not really what anyone can do. So we let our users post their dates as well. And from that, we let you curate your own dates and post it. Our goal is to really become a scrapbook of your memories and let you see what you've done with your partner over time. And I know that it's intended for couples in a relationship, but can someone like maybe going on a first date, can official be used for that as well? Official can be used at any time. We would say a first date might be a little bit too early to connect with someone because on the platform, you actually connect with them on the platform. So you can use it no matter if you're dating or single. If you're single, you can swipe through different events and kind of activities. And then once you start dating, we'll retroactively go through and show you the matches that you have with that person for the places that you both swiped right on. But for a first date, it's a little too early. We like to say that really you join official with your partner whenever you consider yourself official with them. So we kind of wanted to go back. Taglines. Little... <laughs> Thank you. The marketing team would be so happy. And I am the marketing team with one other person. So I'm ecstatic. Oh my God. That comment too is the best. I was just about to say like, this isn't just an idea or a prototype. You actually have already gotten like incredible traction with official share with us what traction you've gotten. It's been really impressive. 
Yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. It's really great when you have a product that everyone wants to use, but it's also really like scary because at the same time, then nothing works. So every time where we've really gone public with it, we've actually gotten inflows of people. So we went live with our first beta back in February. We had over 15,000 people actually sign up for our beta. And then we went live about a month and a half ago in early July, and we had over 70,000 downloads in one week at that point because people really just wanted to see what it was and try it out. And it was something that was really exciting for us and it allowed us to do so much. Now we're kind of re-going back and tweaking things to make it even that much better. And we're gonna be releasing a new version in probably about a month and a half to two months with a ton of new features and making it even more clean for people all over the US to use no matter where you are. So cool, so cool. And part of your growth journey has been being in LA and being a part of Launch House, a new resource that we have in LA, something that's really catapulted during the pandemic. Can you tell us about Launch House and how you found it? What is it about? How, why somebody else should maybe do it? All the things. I, I love Launch House and the culture. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> so Launch House is great takes what a hacker house used to be and applies it to what an influencer house is today. So it's a creator house, but really for founders most of the time. They also do work with creators and others, but the entire concept of Launch House, it's this concept of what at Harvard or Princeton or any of the kind of top tier universities, you have about a week or so when it's between classes and exams where you have free time to study and get ready for really tests. And what they tell you at Launch House is, this is the time when some of the greatest companies in the world are founded. Because you have this unstructured time and a structured environment where you can do whatever you want, but you're around some of the smartest people that you know. So Launch House tries to emulate that and brings together anywhere from really 15 to 20 people, really founders, to live in a house together and live their normal lives. So when I was there, it was myself and about 22 other people. And it gets a little crazy. Everyone's working. Everyone's working in kind of a living room. And it looks like a hacker house but everyone's living their normal lives. During the day, everyone works. At night, they have different events. You chat with different people, you brainstorm. You kind of do the things that you would in a hacker house. And it was really incredible to be surrounded by so many smart people that were really motivated and dedicated to do something else. Everyone wanted to change the world in some way. And you could really see from the community that you're a part of that it's just a good group of people that want to do interesting things. And word around the block is Launch House in LA because there's a few launch houses around the US, right? So So they just opened their second one this oh, week. Oh, where what area? New York. Oh, wow. Amazing. Word around the block those launch house LA is actually in Paris Hilton's old mansion. Is that accurate? That's accurate. Yeah. So it's Paris Hilton's old mansion. Uh, I think Cardi B lived there too. So definitely an interesting house. Beautiful place to be in Beverly Hills. Incredible view. And what kind of learning opportunities do you have? Are there speakers? Does it cost to be part of Launch House? Why would someone, you know, living in Mississippi right now or maybe somewhere in Europe say, I want to come to L.A. and be a part of the Launch House experience? Why should they invest their time and resource in that way? So the one thing that's really interesting about Launch House is you actually don't have to give equity in your company to go. So Launch House is something where you pay rent to actually live in the house like you would anywhere else. And that's something that allows you to actually be in LA in an incredible area in Beverly Hills, which for most people, you don't have that option to no matter what. So the opportunity to actually live in Paris Hilton's old house, like you said, is an incredible opportunity. And then to be surrounded by so many smart people, you just get this catalyst of events and this kind of water cooler effect where you're just chatting with so many different people. I remember when I was there, I was working with some people on cryptocurrency, just chatting away. We were looking at different tweet bots and we were kind of just 
overall having a good time and really interested in what each other was working on, we'd really try to help each other. And it was something where you were learning from some of the smartest people in the world. You have top tier VCs coming in. You have different aspects of people coming in for SEO, for pitch review, for marketing. And it really, the goal is to help you launch something incredible while you're there. And everyone in the house is one of the biggest resources. So that's what you're really lucky to have. And all these experts don't cost extra. You don't have to pay to meet with them when they come to Launch House. I mean, it's an amazing resource. Talk to me about how Launch House, like the tangibles, how Launch House directly helped official skyrocket. What were some of the pain points that you experienced during your time there? And by the way, how long were you there? Like what, what's the duration of stay at Launch House? And where did Launch House help you solve those pains or catapult you to have that tremendous growth that you've had? Yeah. So Launch House is a month long, just about four weeks uh, is each cohort. It happens about every month and each cohort is now individualized. So it's a specific topic around what it is. For me, one thing that I learned that's really interesting and you're going to laugh is Twitter. So I learned how to actually use Twitter effectively. So when I was at Launch House, I was learning how to use Twitter and they really teach you how to tweet, what, who to follow and all these different things, which seems really trivial, but it's helped so much. I had one tweet when I was at Launch House or right when I got back from Launch House, got like 330,000 impressions. So I had a bunch of angels reach out to me. I had a bunch of VCs reaching out. And it was this kind of thing where you really learn that a lot of the social networking and a lot of the professional networking isn't done on LinkedIn, it's done on Twitter. And Launch House really shows you that and it teaches you how to do that. Additionally, for official, Launch House was something where it helped me understand TikTok better. It helped me understand social media better and what goes into making a top tier app and really what goes into the analytics aspect of it. So they really try to teach you whatever you're willing to learn and everyone there is very open to chatting with you. And I want to get a little bit more into Twitter because um, it's really important actually to the LA tech culture right now. But before I do, just to kind of touch base, how large is your team? Have you guys raised? Yeah, so my team, uh, we have about seven people on the team right now. We raised a pre-seed round and we're in the midst of raising our seed round right now. It's been a really interesting time. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah, so that's where we are for official. And I want to jump back into Twitter because I just sent an email, honestly, earlier today talking to this amazing, amazing workflow expert. And I said, I'd love for you to help me utilize Twitter to further connect the LA tech community. Because I think right now during the pandemic, Twitter has really become our city's social network. It's wild. Like all the business, all the communication, all the networking, it's like Twitter was just created the way LA Tech has been using it out of nowhere. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. You could be following 5,000 people and only having five people following you. It really doesn't matter. You could still have influence. So talk to me a little bit about like the tweet that got you a few hundred thousand views what went into curating that? And yeah, and everybody stay tuned because I am working on how to like really take Twitter to the next level with the LA tech community, with the help of Airtable, actually, one of the lead people at Airtable. I, I hope that he collabs with me to help the community. So I'm working on that today. So for me, what, and I think you really nailed it really well. Everyone has influence. And especially on Twitter, that's the biggest thing that you see where everyone has the potential to be an influencer. And it's different than you'd see on TikTok where it's a short-term video or something where you're trying to almost be clickbaity. You have to get the attention. 
on Twitter, it's really bite-sized content that connects people and that people understand. And that's something that you see people engaging with and chatting about or really just interacting with. And from that, you understand that the best tweets are something that others around you understand and can really connect with. And from that, that's how I started tweeting. I started tweeting different things that either I understood and I kind of personally felt, or it was something that allowed me to connect with others around me, especially in the LA tech scene that they understood. So whether it's something that you can really hyper target for LA or for whoever your target audience is, whether it's tech Twitter, VC Twitter, whatever it may be, you see these large communities in Twitter, especially in crypto. And that's how you see these huge plays happening. We're seeing NFTs being profile pictures. We're seeing DAOs really come to control and that's how people identify. So I think what's really interesting about Twitter is Twitter's becoming people's true identity more so than any other social media has. Instagram shows you this incredible snapshot of your life. LinkedIn shows you your resume. A lot of people love TikTok, but a lot of people don't use TikTok. And I think that's the difference is to really create content on TikTok. It's a little bit of a challenge for some people to write 140 characters. Anyone can do. And I think that's why we're seeing Twitter really taking off even more so during the pandemic, because we're seeing so many people expressing themselves and finding their communities on Twitter. A hundred percent. And for everybody listening, the hashtags to kind of check out for LA Tech Twitter, Long LA, Tech LA, Silicon Beach LA. There's so many. Obviously, reach out to me at We Are LA Tech. And my friend Ashwan always says that I, I always send YOLO tweets. I'm just kind of like, I mean, I'm this That's like fine. skateboarder girl just doing whatever online. And he's like, the tweets you send, I can't believe it. I was like, I'm just being myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that's the best part is you can be yourself and you can be that YOLO mentality or whatever mentality, the skater girl that you want. And I think that's what really makes who you are, who you are. Yeah. One really cool thing that I came across this past week, I think it started only five or six days ago. Have you heard of it called the Tweet 100? I haven't. Okay, send it to Sarah. It's tweet100.com and it's a free thing. It's a challenge. And so there's a writing program you may be familiar with called Ship 30, which has really kind of taken the internet by storm and they're all over Twitter. I don't know this for a fact, but it seems like Tweet 100 was kind of like inspired by Ship 30. And essentially, it's a collective group of people challenging themselves to post one high value tweet a day because they found that the more often you tweet, the more you grow. And if you're not tweeting, if you get lazy, it's so easy just to not tweet, then you're actually not growing your brand, right? So Tweet 100, so cool. You just enter your email, you automatically get added to a leaderboard and then on this leaderboard it tracks that you're tweeting every day and you can see everybody else doing it and how much traction they're getting how much growth they're receiving from their tweets and you also get added to a twitter list and so you could see what other people are writing about as well and so one la tech person her thing is re this and that is her twitter handle in five days she gained 125 followers just from being part of tweet 100 and so that is a great thing the other thing is we are la tech has an la tech influencer twitter list so definitely be sure to like follow that and when you're thinking and this is to you the audience when you're thinking or sarah whoever but i feel like or sarah me. knows all this stuff yeah or you it counts for you too when you're thinking about who to connect with 
create like you were talking about create a curated Twitter list for yourself and have an intention mind who do I want to form relationships with is it investors is it crypto people is it startup people is it founders make a list a Twitter list of those people and really stay tuned plugged into what they're writing about and respond and build that relationship so just I can't say enough good things about Twitter but you've had incredible traction also on TikTok from a consumer standpoint. So tell us a little bit about your amazing good fortune with TikTok. TikTok is something to me that we are really using to grow our community and those who we know. So one thing that we found on TikTok specifically is that there's tons of couples and there's tons of kind of younger audience members on it. And that's who our demo is. So our demo for official is 18 to 27, which is TikTok's core demo. And because of that, we're able to create short form content showing off what we built and people love it. So my head of social media and marketing, Sarah, she's been incredible and I literally could not be where I am today without her. She is my right hand woman and does Women everything with me. But she's incredible. <laughs> like absolutely. We have to terrible. have her on the Women in Tech podcast. <laughs> you can have her whenever you want. She would be so excited. She is more official than I am. She's better at this than I am. And she's the one who made the TikToks. So she's been the one leading up the TikToks for us. And kind of with her creative and social understanding and my understanding of how TikTok works, we've been able to really create incredible content. So what I realized early on is that TikTok is a slot machine. And really the cost to play is just the cost to make a video. From that, you have the opportunity to hit jackpots and hit millions of views for free. And that's really kind of one of the things we did is we've hit the jackpot twice now. We've had the same video of Sarah go viral twice. One time getting about 800,000 views, the next time getting 1.4 million views, and the conversion on it has been incredible. So besides the 70, 80,000 downloads we got, we got almost 200,000 page impressions onto our app store, and we've gotten almost the same amount on the website. So people are now starting to understand who we are, what we stand for, and that we're not a dating app. In the beginning, our SEO was terrible. Now, if you go on the app store and you type in official, you'll find us as the first one because so many people understand that we're out there. And we didn't do that with paid search. We did that by utilizing TikTok to actually leverage our platform and show off who we are and what we stand for. It's absolutely incredible. Another LA tech company, Popple, which I'm sure you're familiar with, also utilized TikTok for that growth. It's just, it's really go after it. I understand that for some, it may be intimidating. Like life is just a series of experiments and just keep tweaking and just be consistent. And I try to embarrass myself on TikTok at least once a week. And it's worked where like, I personally now have 17,000 followers on TikTok after like one video. And it's a really stupid video. I felt wildly uncomfortable, but I did it anyway. And it's something where you have to realize that this is entertainment for people. So if you're uncomfortable, someone's going to actually find that enjoyable and laugh. And they're not laughing at you. They're laughing with you because they understand what you're going through. And even if they're laughing at you, F them. It's still okay. It's still another view. <laughs> it's another impression. Yeah. And that, yeah. you know, that's money in the bank. Yeah. So you're strongly considering like making the move to LA. Why LA and not Austin, San Francisco, New York, all the things like, I mean, I know Launch House itself is an incredible experience, but like now why are you having the intent to like truly move to LA once you raise? I'm a New Yorker. Technically I'm in New Jersey. If you're from New York, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. But I've lived in New York the last six years. So it's something where I've been in New York and I've absolutely loved New York. And LA was this place for me where I really found for consumer social, for tech, it's really different than New York. 
And New York's remarkable. I love New York. I'm ecstatic and I'm really empowered to be back in New York for a little while. But LA is a place where I found I was able to really make incredible connections and do incredible things and work with great people, especially in the marketing and consumer space that I couldn't do in New York. New York is great for B2B SaaS and FinTech. That's what New York is really known for. LA is incredible for creator economy, for consumer social, and for a lot of other really cool things. And for official, being a consumer social platform, it makes sense for us to be in LA. It makes sense for us to be working with these incredible influencers and other people, and people like yourself, who are really trying to create this community that we want to be a part of. And that's really one of the major reasons. Obviously, the weather is pretty nice. I mean, compared to New York being either 105 or five, it's nice to be, you know, a nice 75, 80 all year round. The weather is nice. So that's kind of what's really bringing me out there is this ideal situation where I'm really lucky where I can be anywhere. And I think that LA is a place that's going to be really great for a lot of companies. I'm born and raised LA, but I have spent time in New York. So I know about the weather situation there. (laughs) I'm curious, do you think since Launch House is opening a new location in New York, would you go through Launch House again in New York first before moving to LA? I don't think so. I think the benefit and one of the key benefits is that you're able to live somewhere short term. I've lived in New York for a long time where I don't need to test the waters. If I really wanted to stay in New York, I could stay in New York. And I definitely do. And I think I will do another launch house. I don't know if it would be New York, though. Uh, I love New York, but I would love to be back in L.A. And I think for me, the city is really drawing me back. The traffic, I don't love. But everything else is great. Totally. When you went through Launch House LA, who's an LA tech company or a person who really stood out to you? Ooh, who's a or could even or... been in one of the experts that came in? I mean, we had incredible people come to the house. Justin Kahn gave a lecture there, which was really remarkable. And it was awesome to see. We had some wonderful people come through the house and constantly chatting with us, whether it was new startups or old. And for people who don't know Justin Kahn, can you share who Justin Kahn is? founder of Justin TV, who is co-founder of Twitch and has done really great things, especially in the kind of influencer consumer world is one of the top people there and gave an incredible lecture to us just about starting a business and really looking at everything that goes on there. You know, what's funny about Justin Khan with all of his history is now Justin Khan officially wants to be a YouTuber. <laughs> I know. I know. He's like trying so hard to be like a like significant YouTuber. And here's a guy who's like literally conquered it all. And he's like, no, it's YouTube that I want to conquer. I mean, Justin TV, think about it. That's how it started. So it makes sense that he wants to go back to his roots. Totally. It's awesome. But yeah, who's someone? So there's Justin. And I, I know Justin's not from LA. Is there somebody from LA that comes to mind there in the Launch House cohort? I would say so, not from LA, but there's someone in Launch House called Pay. Uh, Pay, if you're listening, you're my favorite person. Pay is someone who is like Launch House is like viral expert. And he is absolutely incredible. He's someone who understands Twitter and viral marketing better than almost anyone. And I think though he's not really from from LA, he's an incredible resource in LA that has done awesome things. And I honestly look up to him so much. So cool. I want to connect with Pay now. I don't even know this person. That's awesome. How could people connect with you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Stern Zach. You can find me on Instagram, Zach Stern, S-T-E-R-N-Z-A-C on Twitter, on Instagram, Z-A-C-S-T-E-R-N. And then if you want to check out our website, it's getofficial.co, 
www.getoffficial.co. So you can check us out there. You can also contact us there. And then if you contact us, I'm happy to email back. I read every single one of our contact emails. So I'll respond back from my personal if you want to chat. So cool. And a couple last questions. What do you recommend someone do? They're just landing in LA. What would you recommend that they do as an activity? Uh, I would say, honestly, try to check out as much of LA as possible. For me, I never really visited or understood LA, but LA is massive. And there's so many different aspects to LA, whether it's downtown, WeHo, Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, all of these different places. So I would say really trying to see the difference. I loved going around Santa Monica. It just kind of felt like that cool beach vibe that I really enjoyed. So I was there a lot. I have some good friends who live there. I wanted to go surfing. I wasn't able to due to timing, but I would definitely recommend surfing there as well. For sure. You make a really great point. When you're moving to LA, all the little areas in LA, Silver Lake downtown, Santa Monica, et cetera, Venice, they're all different, like really, really different. So don't just like pick a place blind, like maybe rent an Airbnb for a week in each place or something like that. Even if you stay in a hostel or something, check out each neighborhood because each neighborhood has a different vibe and you want to make sure it's a vibe that matches your personality for sure. Oh, completely. There's so many different And what's a great piece of advice that you've gotten in your life that has helped really carry you forward in your success? I would say for me, it's something where it doesn't matter how smart you are. It just matters how much you're willing to work. And it's really about not that 95% effort, but that last 5% and putting your all in. And that's been something that really makes a difference. Anyone can put in 90%. Anyone can put in 95%. But when you put in 100% and you just go that last little bit, it speaks volumes. And that's what a lot of people won't do. So you might not be the smartest person. Like I think I am of average intelligence, but I just think I can work really hard a lot of the time. And I think that's what makes it really easy. And the harder you work, the easier life gets. I mean, isn't that also like what Michael Jordan claims? He's like, I just practice and worked hard consistently. Yeah. Like everybody's looking for a growth hack. I think the growth hack is being consistent. Yeah. (laughs) The the growth hack is is just constantly working to be better. I mean, everyone says it, but just trying to make yourself 1% better every day just speaks volumes. Totally. And what book do you recommend we read? So I've said this a few times. I love this book called Zapped. Z-A-P-P exclamation point. It's a really, really old book. Okay, well, I say really, really old, like 1960s, 1950s, I want to say. But it's a management style book. And it's really short, maybe 80, 100 pages. But it's an incredible management style book. And it was one of the first management books that I read. And it stuck with me after all these years. Because you see the subtle intricacies. And you see how other people within the kind of book react to different things. So I would say that's kind of my underrated book that most people don't know about. But it's a really, really good managerial book. And then the book everyone knows, Zero to One, if you're in startups. I mean, everyone and their mother knows it. So that one I would have to say. Definitely. I want to check out Zap. I haven't heard of it before. What I'm reading right now is Effortless. Have you heard of Effortless? I haven't. It's great. Sometimes there's these books that are like, so obvious, but for whatever reason, my brain didn't click until it was positioned in a way I'm like, oh, yeah, it all makes sense, that though. makes sense. Yeah. So I, I'm really, really enjoying Effortless. And the, your favorite tool, it doesn't have to be LA, it could be like an app, website, software. What is your favorite can't live without tool? Uh, now it's Chain Starters. So that's kind of what we build official on top of. It's a back end DevOps platform that you can actually build on top of. 
so you can completely like autonomously scale, descale all of your backend. And it makes building an app that much easier where you don't have to worry about really building and integrating everything. You can deploy an app that would take six months in about 15 minutes. So for us, we, we love that. Whoa, I want to check that out. I feel like it's something I should have asked early in the interview. What is your core competency? Like before you got involved in official, like what's your your superpower? Uh, is it develop- development? No, <laughs> it's not development. It's really my superpower is being able to talk to people, I would say. I don't think that my superpower, I, I'm not a developer by nature, but it's something where I'm pretty good at being able to talk to different people and really understanding what they want and how I can help. And I would say my superpower at least in the last few years, has really just been helping people. When you help so many people around you, it just makes your life that much easier because everyone just wants to kind of do things for you too. And when you always ask someone what you can do to help, it really is just a superpower that no one else can think of. 100%. And speaking of helping, what's something that we can do to support and accelerate you? How can the community come together to help boost you even further? For me, it's just reaching out and honestly giving me any critiques and any feedback on why official is wrong. I would say that's the biggest thing that's really helpful because when you build a product for a year and when you continuously think about it every day and every night, you overlook things. So I would love any feedback, any negative critique is better because it really is something that allows me to understand what's going on and trying to make the product as good as possible. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong. As long as the product's good, that's all that matters to me. Amazing. Thank you so much, Zach, for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, if you want to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary people in the LA Tech community, remember to go to the wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social at wearelatech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Hey, everyone. My name is Zach Stern. I am the founder and CEO at Official. What I realized is that dating apps don't make a lot of sense. And instead of helping you find someone, I wanted to help you keep someone. You're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.